1: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We've got
0: our take can is loaded and ready. Ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. The are back. Excellent separation against man coverage. This is Reception Perception
1: the show. Yo, what's cracking, everybody? James Cole, Matt Harmon here with you, and we have returned. Uh, We took a little bit of a a, a little bit of a break, a little time off here on the vacation, but uh, the Reception Perception the show podcast is now back. Matt and uh, we're back in full full strength and full force, and we're going twice a week now, man.
0: Hell yeah, man! I'm I'm excited. Uh, I'm glad to be back. Vacation uh, was good. It was probably the first week in like three to four months that I didn't think about both work and or moving. Uh, So that was great. (laughs) Uh, Of course, now that I'm back, uh, you know, it's like all smacks you in the face. Like the the, the post-vacation anxiety is in full swing, trying to get caught back up. And um yeah if you're if you're if you're watching one of the YouTube clips i'm in I'm in this in the home now, okay. I'm at my I'm at my real location no longer uh, no longer in the condo. no longer have the plain white doors. I'm back with my official background now so it's good it's good to be here. uh it, it's good to be back, buddy. it's great. There's no condo cast tonight. What's going on, dude? the condo cast is dead? Yeah. I'm, well, I'm, I'm in the house that we bought, you know, <laughs> we, we, uh, we, we, paid a, paid a good amount of money to get in this house. Yeah. I'm going to come and do my podcast it, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So yeah, no, we're, we are making progress, uh, fully, you know, moving, uh, if I never see another allen wrench in my life it will be too soon (laughs) um you know putting together furniture and all kinds of stuff so it's actually good that you can only see this part of the room because this part of of my office space is about the only thing that's set up all over there is just there's there's just some posters and stuff like my star wars posters my guitars are starting to get hung up a few other things but for the most part It's it's a shit show in here. So (laughs) it's slowly but surely. All
1: right, good stuff. Hey, listen, you know the theme of today's show is the underrated wide receivers podcast. Okay, Uh, we're going to talk Terry McLaurin, Deontay Johnson, and I'm going to make a case. I I think that Stephon Diggs is actually. Underrated as well. Mm. We're also introducing a brand new uh, segment, um, you know, whatever you want to call a piece of content to the show. It's called the Option Route, where basically we it's we we have a little fun, you know. I mean, sometimes we we get into the numbers, we get into the weeds, man. We start talking the analytics, we start talking ball, doing all these things, but sometimes we forget. Let's have a little fun. On this podcast, and if you know me, then that's that's the branding that we go with. Anyways, it's called the option route, and basically, it's like we we'll throw a hypothetical out there. Today's option route will be: Would you rather take ten thousand bucks, Matt Harmon, or? Would you rather try to catch a pass from Patrick Mahomes for a million bucks against a live NFL defense? I want the listeners to kind of ruminate on that for a little bit, but I want to dive in into the into the meat and potatoes of the show. Underrated wide receivers, and I want to start with Terry McLaurin. Uh, this is a guy, Matt, that I don't think the general population views him as like this borderline top 10 receiver, this borderline alpha dog. I think they see him as a good wide receiver, certainly, uh, but not really knocking on the doorstep of a great wide receiver. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of folks on the internet. There's a lot of football people that think (laughs) that Jahan Dotson is potentially a better wide receiver than Terry McLaurin. What say you to that?
0: Well, look, I we've kind of talked about this on the show with Jahan Dotson. I am a big fan. Really love Jahan Dotson, the player. Um, I, I'm I'm excited about him. You know, obviously his, his rookie year right. reception perception profile is awesome. Uh, so this is no shade to Jahan Dotson, and you know I, I think like we might we maybe could have this conversation in two years, and then it's then it's worth a discussion just because sure Terry Terry is kind of sneaky old. Um, He's like, I think he's twenty seven, right, right now, and he's only been in the league since uh, 2019 He kind of came in as an older player, yeah. not like super old, but regardless. So maybe even, like if he starts on the downswing of his career in a couple of years, maybe Jahan Dotson is still on the ascension up. I, I do think Jahan Dotson is really good. So when I say that, I think like Terry McLaurin is a much better player right now because I'm with you that. You know, when I look at my real-life wide receiver rankings, which I, I still would love to get up on the site at some point, and, and, I, and I probably will, um, I think he is somewhere around like 11 to 12. I, I think he is that good, um, and, and you mentioned it. He's just – he's been a reception perception favorite for a long time, and, and I think last year, you know, maybe wasn't his best year, but he still is like a 95th percentile success rate versus press player 81st percentile success rate versus man coverage 75% he's been above 75% which we talk about as a clear you know good barometer in in every single season he's been in the league and he's got a couple of seasons where he's up above you know up top 5 in success rate versus man coverage i think in 2020 and 2021 he was top 5 in success rate versus man coverage so he is truly i think one of the best and most underrated route runners in the league for sure. He's just so good at all phases. And last year, I think it's worth noting too, that with Jahan Dotson there, who Dotson, I think we both agree surprised us as, as an outside receiver. I thought Jahan Dotson would be really good as kind of like a vertical slot Doug Baldwin type of player, but Mm -hmm. he was uh, one of the best press coverage receivers last year, actually, which is kind of surprising, but he's still a flanker. He's not an X receiver. Curtis Samuel. I love Curtis Samuel, but he's like a slot flanker guy, right? Terry McLaurin. He's always been a pure X, but last year he was like, the purest x possible uh he actually (laughs) (laughs) he was outside distilled x
1: receiver okay
0: uh, almost just like exclusively x receiver running the hardest route tree that you can run running against press coverage running against you know 11.4 percent of his routes he was doubled like he is treated like a clear alpha dog as you mentioned by opposing defenses 83.4% of his snaps sampled for reception, perception outside, a whopping 94.6%, the highest rate among any player sampled from last year of his snaps on the line of scrimmage. So, Hmm. yeah, I mean, playing a hard position, doing it, you know, in terms of being a vertical player and having those success rates, it's really very, very impressive.
1: Okay, so 77 receptions on 120 targets resulting in 1220 total yards uh and five total touchdowns for Terry McLaurin. Um a pretty good season to be honest with you. Uh 1220 total yards, five touchdowns. Uh, it's might have been the quietest 1220 you ever heard of, man. <laughs> yeah. um, you know what I mean? It's not like this guy like had like 950. It's like, nah, I mean, you know, again, 1200 total yards, pretty darn good season uh, for Terry McLaurin. And again, just throughout his entire career, I mean, it's like, it's like new Hopkins light. He's just have a cavalcade of like also rands and and backup quarterbacks, you know, CFL dudes throwing him the football, uh, and just every single year the guy produces man. Um, and you know, and, and the way he does it, Matt, he can win, he can win short and he can win long. Uh, and, and I think those are the two areas that I think, um, that really put defenders in a little bit of a bind, right? Uh the fact that he's got an 83.3% success rate on the slant to go along with a 68.9% success rate on the nine route. So he can not only just beat you underneath, but he could also stack you up and go in over the top.
0: Yeah, I mean, 92% success rate on curls. He's always been good at that. 75% success rate on comebacks, like working back to the quarterback him and Jahan Dotson might be if you think about guys that work well coming back to the quarterback while also being great vertical threats they're they're a really scary receiver duo and and again Curtis yeah. Samuel I don't want to get lost in the discussion because Samuel's a really good player and like he's he's just he's a good player from a vertical sense and from a, you know kind of more of like a crossing route perspective but he can even work really well on comebacks and stuff like that like this receiver trio is just is scary, and it does start with scary Terry himself. There, uh, like, you like you see what I did there. Uh, it, it's <laughs> he's there he's go. good, man, and and I, I it's just can we get normal quarterback play for this guy, right, for, for right. once in his career? Because you're right. I mean, no shade to ODU's finest Taylor Heineke. It's nice to be able to say that, and I'm like kind of a stone's throw from ODU now here in Virginia Beach. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no right. shade to ODU's finest Taylor Heineke, but he. Was literally a backup quarterback in the XFL, you know, and he's probably the most. Is he? The, he's the best, probably the best player that Washington has rolled out at quarterback in Terry's, you know, career. Remember when we were going to have that moment when Fitzpatrick and yeah. and Terry were going to have that year yeah. together, and Fitzpatrick what like broke his damn hip in like, one, half, in one half of the season. He <laughs> had a half. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, and other than that, it's been uh, Carson. I mean, Carson Wentz, dude. What. I think the Wentz stuff was extremely – probably the hardest to watch with McLaurin because Wentz has – he has a good arm and he has a good physical skill set, but he has – and maybe it's just because he's been so banged up at this point, but he would get to that Curtis Samuel check down – and I love Curtis Samuel, but like Curtis Samuel check down so fast because he does not want to get hit. You know, He doesn't want – he's just really, really bothered by pressure. And like you said, meanwhile, you've got Terry McLaurin down there with a the 68.6% success rate on nine routes. you got him 786 on corner routes. And, yeah. like, let it develop. Let the, he was really rough with that where, as, you know, T- Taylor Heineke would would, would would let it develop a little bit. And even when he couldn't – and he can't push the ball. He doesn't have no, he Wentz's yeah, arm. Right, yeah. no. But he would at least give him a shot, you know, at Terry McLaurin. So is Sam Howell going to be better than those guys? Maybe. I do think Jacoby Brissett, if he ends up starting – you know, he'd actually be pretty good fit uh, in, on some of those routes with with Terry McLaurin. So yeah, totally. Can we just get can we just get him normal quarterback play for once? Because I agree with you. I don't think people view him as a fringe top ten receiver, but skill wise and isolation, that's absolutely what he is.
1: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. Okay, so eighty first eighty-first percentile versus man, ninety-fifth against press. I mean incredibly impressive. But can we talk about his own scores though? This one was a surprising one for me. Okay, forty-third percentile versus zone what's going on there
0: yeah a lot of that and, and you see this pretty common by the way it's lower than i am pretty sure it's lower than he was in 2021 where he was up above 80 so we've seen terry have some seasons closer to like 79 80 success rate right. uh, versus zone uh, i think a lot of it has to do with the route with with the deployment as the x receiver right because you do see this a lot with these non-elite X receivers, you know, not like Devontae Adams or or something like that. You know, the guys who aren't the top five receivers in the game, you know, even Jamar Chase. Like, think about Jamar Chase, though. He's a guy that is an X receiver uh, for for the Bengals, and he's never pushing, like, 84% or anything like that against zone coverage, or his own coverage, yeah. So these X receivers, because they don't have the benefit of working out, breaking routes to the sideline, when you're mm-hmm. in those, like, zone coverage shells where they're going too high and they're working like an out route. You're not throwing that. You know, you're not throwing that route against zone coverage. That route's not going to be open regardless of how good of a player you are. So, I think some of it is um is structural base uh with with this one. So, I think when you look at a lot of these it, it's kind of a trend with all of these like again non-elite X receivers. It is more important, by the way, for them to be good against man press coverage, but sometimes you are kind of like grading those guys on a curve a little bit when if they're in that as long as they're not in the disaster zone against zone disaster zone against zone coverage <laughs> uh, I think you're okay you're okay with it because Mike Evans is a great example he's always been a little right. underrated against man press coverage but he's never been a good zone beater necessarily for most of the points in his career when he was used as a X.
1: So, 77.9% success rate versus zone coverage. That is good for 43rd percentile. Um, again, I was a little bit surprised, but then when I go back into his historical data, and again, if you've got uh, uh, our <clears throat> top uh, membership subscription package, you could go back into the historical data tables as well. But in 2021, I actually posted a really good number 80.3% success rate versus zone. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but for an outside X guy—that's that's around that's a, a where you would like to be. So a little bit surprised by his um, by his zone score coming in the way it did.
0: Yeah, definitely. You want those guys. I mean, Allen Robinson, good example when he was more of a pure X uh, with the Bears and with the uh, Jaguars. Uh, you know, he was sub he was around like seventy nine point eight percent, you know, just looking through some other examples. Odell Beckham in his big time uh, seasons as the Giants X receiver 20. He had some you know crazy high scores, but then like twenty eighteen, he's eighty one point three percent. Right. Um, A.J. Brown last year, not the not the Eagles X receiver, but a perimeter guy. Eighty one point nine percent. Actually, that was his highest probably because he wasn't playing as much. X receiver but yeah I think McLaurin and Allen Robinson are kind of comparable guys with their seasons as X receivers when you their best marks are kind of around that uh you know 79 to 80 percent but yeah definitely that's why I was kind of saying that I I don't think necessarily Terry's season last year was his best season Mm -hmm. just because his 2020 and uh, 2021 were so good so um I I would say that that's worth worth bringing up in terms of if we're picking nits at Terry that's probably it
1: Okay. Um, still, uh, regardless, I, I do, I just hold by the fact that this guy is an underrated wide receiver, you know, and I think Sam 100%. Howell will absolutely be, sadly, I think he's going to be the best quarterback that he's probably seen. And, and again, who is Sam Howell? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but but if, if Sam Howell can give you, I mean, somewhat competent play, I'm talking league average, you know, can you be a top 17 quarterback? Uh, in the NFL, Sam Howell, I think Terry McLaurin has a real opportunity uh, to put it on in the NFL, man. He is going to the age 28 season, but I think to me, this is where wide receivers really blossom. I mean, this is where they become, if you're going to be dominant, this is where they start to become dominant. 27, 28. Um, it's not like running backs who, who, you know, kind of mature earlier, but I think wide receivers, they get the nuance. They figure out some, you know, they're not rushing into their routes as much as they are. They're taking a little bit more time with it. And I think Sam Howell, if they can get competent quarterback play in Washington, watch out, man, Terry McLaurin, I think can absolutely ball in twenty twenty three. Um, And I tell you, just for fantasy purposes, uh, you know, sometimes we talk fantasy here, sometimes we don't. But, I mean, for fantasy purposes, sign me up for Terry McLaurin at cost right now. I think he's an extreme value, Um, as is this man that we're going to talk about right now. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.